Welcome, everybody, to What's Your Story? I'm Michael DeLulio. It is great to have you along to today's conversation. You might know that Paychex has initiatives in place to hire not only military veterans, but also the spouses of our active duty U.S. military members. In May, Paychex is going to proudly join the country in celebrating Military Spouse Appreciation Month. Today, I'm fortunate to be speaking with Casey Noble, who's a service partner in our Rochester Multi-Product Service Center. She also happens to be a spouse to an active member of our military, and she's agreed to share a little bit about what that experience is like. So welcome to the show, Casey. Thank you, Michael. I'm happy to be here. So let's start as we always do. Um, Casey, just tell me, how long have you worked at Paychex, and what do you do in your day-to-day? Um, I've actually been with Paychex uh, about five years now. Um, it'll actually be five years at the end of the month. Um, currently, I, um, like you said, I'm with the MPSC, with the Rochester um, branch. Um, most of the time, I deal with um, large clients doing processing payroll and any issues or questions they may have with that. That's what I do for Paychex. <laughs> yeah. Well, happy almost five-year anniversary. Thrilled that you're still here. Thank you. So. Let's start with uh, the most obvious question. So you have uh, your spouse is in, in you know, active duty. What's his name and uh, what branch of the military does he represent? Um, my husband, Mark, is, um, a airborne, is with the 82nd Airborne of the Army. And um, is he currently uh, overseas somewhere or is he with you home now or... or- he um, he actually is home right now. Um, there may be a possible deployment in the near future. I'm crossing my fingers and hoping that that is not the case. But um, every spouse always hopes that. No, I can I can imagine. One of the first things I was curious about leading up to our talking today was when you met him. Um, was he already? kind of committed and involved in serving or was this a decision that kind of came up and you guys made together um, when you were dating or married? Um, So he actually was um, part of the National Guard um, when we met. Um, So the National Guard does like the one weekend a month, two weeks a year training. Um, And then he transferred to active duty army. So it's kind of a little bit, we got married in October of 2020 and he transferred um, to active army uh, about two weeks later. So (laughs) it was a little bit of a jump, but we had discussed it um, and he wanted to go active just for the job opportunities that um, it helps with. Um, There are a lot of skills um, that you don't really get um, a chance for just being in the National Guard. When I've heard stories or talked to people who you know, either they themselves or in most cases, they had family members who had served. Um, it, it can be something that is kind of part of the family history. It's passed down in, in generation after generation. It's 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 a very normal thing that they do. Um, did your family like were you already exposed to the life of somebody who serves in the military? Or was that something you kind of had to learn about as you, you know, had your relationship with Mark? Um, it was something that I had to learn. Um, my my grandfather did serve um, in the army. Um, he was an army ranger in World War II, um, but that wasn't highly talked about in my family. Um, and Mark did not have any family that he knew of that served um, that he ha- was able to have any conversations with. So that was something that was definitely a, a learning curve, a little bit of an adventure for us. Yeah, I, I, I'm suspected it. It would take a lot. I mean, we're going to get into 
the ways that can affect your sort of day to day with the person you spend your life with. What are some of the either unique challenges that go along with living this lifestyle, having a spouse that's not there X amount of the time in situations that you might be fearful or not know about? What what goes along with that? Um, and, and maybe some of the things you've kind of evolved in um, the way you navigate it, I guess. Uh Actually, I would say knowing like knowing that the the civilian life that everybody is accustomed to is going to be completely changed. Um, I actually I'm part of some military spouse groups um, that we've discussed this uh, at length on the fact that there should be a book or a like a handbook for dummies kind of thing that should give you a little more information about what to expect, the things that will change when you become a military spouse. Um, For instance, grocery shopping, something that seems really simple. Um, We have commissaries, like I live on um, Fort Bragg military base. So the commissary, it's a completely different shopping experience, which you think grocery shopping and it's super simple. And I mean, it still stays super simple, but it's definitely a different experience. So all the experiences that you have as a civilian um, change. Like myself, some people might not know. What can you describe the the word commissary? What is that? What does that mean? Um, So the commissary is basically the military um, grocery store. So you can go there and um, they have the commissary and what is called, we call it the PX, it's the post exchange. Um, the PX has, I want to say, the basic goods that aren't groceries, um, so clothing, electronics. Uh, the PX, um, I would call it akin to a mini mall because there are items in there that you would normally find at individual stores. There's a section for Nike shoes. Um, There's a section for Bath and Body Works. They have a small section like that, but it's all in one store. Um, So it's like a mini, mini sections for each thing. So obviously, yeah, shop shopping is a little bit of a different experience. It sounds like what other areas of life that might be surprising people wouldn't think about are a little bit a little bit different. Are there things that, you know, whether you talk to family or friends who you know, don't live near you guys and you, you tell a story about something and you explain it and people are like, oh my gosh, I never would have thought about that. Actually, yes. Um, my my team meetings, <laughs> so living on the military base, Fort Bragg is one of the biggest military bases in the world. So a lot of training happens here. Being a civilian, if you hear explosions, gunfire, you automatically think to um, to hide, to duck. But here it becomes a regular occurrence. So one day at a team meeting, I actually like they were um, training with mortars, which if if you're familiar with mortars, they're very loud, very boom. Um, It sometimes can sound like the most extreme thunder. Um, They shake your walls, your whole house. And um, my house is actually in a neighborhood that is very close to the training fields for the mortars. So my house, my walls shake (laughs) extremely. So I was in a team meeting one time and my team were all like, is everything okay? Are you in the middle of a war? Is something happening? And I was like, oh, wait, what? (laughs) Because they could (laughs) see like the things on my walls banging and they could hear the booms. But I have just grown so used to it. Um, and I 
uh, another item. Um, so my, some of my in-laws, when they came to visit, they, for, I, I don't know why they thought this, but they thought that the military people, personnel were walking around the base, like with open weapons all the time. So they thought it was more of a hostile environment. Um, so those are things that people don't really know until they actually live um, that they have questions that, you know, yes, we do hear gunfire, but it's not often that you see people walking around armed. Yeah, you're right. I would not have thought about that. And this maybe this is a silly question, but for families, right, that are like raising young children and things mm-hmm. in the area, what interesting aspects or challenges or different things about that, whether it's like their school experience or like even just like you're describing like loud noises, things that might scare kids. What? Uh, how does it change like raising kids? Um, I would say realistically, it for me, it doesn't change um, a whole lot. My, my son has grown up with it. Um, my son is two. So he's grown up around it. So honestly, the silence of the world, if we were to move back home, which we are from Maine, if we were to move back there and not hear those sounds anymore, it might be more jarring than not hearing them. Um, But living on base, each neighborhood that is here on this base, at least, they have playgrounds that are designed. um, They have special needs playgrounds. They also have all the schools that are on base. There are two elementary schools that are on base that play like white noise throughout the day if they are aware that there is going to be training um, for the children so they don't get distracted. So they'll still hear the, the loud noise, but it won't be as like it won't shake the school and things like that. Okay. Yeah, I'm curious, specifically here, the month and what we're talking about is the experience of the spouse. And I'm just wondering, is it an added dimension? I'm sure it is to your relationship and to sort of your role in your house and your role as a spouse in particular. People that are serving, members of the military, it's an intense, trying, like exhausting in a lot of different ways, mentally, physically job that they do. What what's What do you have to do differently as a spouse to like bring that support and understanding and comfort to your spouse when they come home after certain days that I'm sure are particularly like exhausting and difficult. Um, you know, especially with like, that's a whole nother component of your life. Uh, in addition to being a professional with your work and, a, you know, a mom potentially and all these other things. Can you, can you talk about that role you play as a spouse? Um, I think honestly, Michael, one of the biggest things that I would say to anybody out there thinking about becoming a military spouse is to keep and make sure that the communication that you currently have is something that you will be able to continue to have with all the difficulties. Um, Communication is a huge one being a military spouse. um, And uh, with that comes the support um, that your active duty member needs. there, I, I won't lie, there are a lot of challenges. It definitely, definitely does take a toll on a relationship. But keeping that communication open is definitely something that has helped us. There have been trainings that go for months at a time. So my husband has been gone 
um, for four months. They don't, they consider it a deployment, but it's a different type of deployment. Um, so if, if they're not gone for longer than six months, it's a different type of deployment. About 30 days of that, at one point, um, they could not have any contact. They weren't allowed to have their phones. So even with technology nowadays, you still have times where there is no contact. Um, so while you're at home and you're taking care of your family, your pets, your house, be as a spouse, you have to be able to take care of everything. So one of the one of the trainings my husband was gone on, we had hurricane. Uh, I think it was Hurricane Ian hit us, and our house got flooded, and so we had a, a big mess. And that was just something like you are going to have problems that come up and you're not going to have somebody there to turn to to discuss financials and you know the things that you would normally discuss with your partner you kind of have to make executive decisions and hope for the best having those kinds of communications and knowing like in the back of your mind and kind of <laughs> this is what I do I will make a pros and cons list if it's something that you know I'm thinking about buying or upgrading um and basing those pros and cons lists off what my husband would think and what I would think as well um so those are some of the things with communication making sure that when they do come back from a training or a deployment that if they are wanting to speak about something um, that you definitely let them. But if they don't, don't push it, but make sure that they have that opportunity as well. Wow. I mean, there's a lot in there that you just said, and it's all really interesting and, and great, especially as you were describing that you would sit there and I mean, it's maybe normal for someone to, when you're making a decision, do pros and cons, but then to kind of like you're saying I do it twice. I do it once from my perspective and then I do it once from the perspective of my spouse who's not here. Is that what I heard? Yes. Yep. Um, that's one of the things that we we talked about when um, he was going to be deployed. Um, we talked about some things and um, I was like, so if we were to do this, what would you think? Um, we kind of went through what if scenarios just to try to get on the same page and make sure that I would have a good idea of what he was thinking about things. Um, so there are times too, when you have to make a spur of the moment decision and you don't really know. Um, so a lot of the military guidelines um, are, you can't really speak about a lot of things. Um, as far as, so there's, it's called OPSEC. I don't know exactly what the acronym means, but it's basically, you're not supposed to share information. It's similar to like what you would consider personal information. So like if they're on a deployment, not to share their location, things like that. So that gets hard when we're discussing, like we can't share things on Facebook, things like that. Um, which is where like one of the main places that like our families all connect. And so I have to either call and speak to people. Um, so that, that does get hard, especially if he was, he was injured um, a few months ago, back in October. So when that happened, I, I, I was upset obviously, but I couldn't just make like a single post and send it to everybody. Um, I had to, 
call and speak to people and try to get the word out word of mouth because there are restrictions on the things that you can post online. Right. Yeah. No, that makes that makes sense. Um, but like you said, it does put a little extra on you to manage kind of a lot of separate relationships and be the the one who owns a lot of that information that can't get out and, and to do all that. I did want to bring it back just to, to, to kind of your work experience and paychecks for a, for a minute. Um, so I was doing the math. You said you've been at paychecks almost five years. So that was, yeah. was that prior to even having met Mark? Um, no, actually, uh, I started paychecks. Um, I want to say about a year after we had met. Okay. And I was just curious because I, I said at the top of the show, I know Paychex you know, has various hiring initiatives in place. And so did you, I didn't know if like at the time that was something you knew that was kind of in your family life. Um, and that was, if that was any part of kind of coming to Paychex and knowing that we had resources and communities to, to help with that and be supportive. So at the time, no, when I was, um, when I first started with Paychex, um, I actually started with Advantage, which is a sister company that Paychex um, gained. So once they started doing that, they started moving employees over to the Paychex platform. So then I became a Paychex employee. Um, and then from, from there, I was working in the um, Auburn RSC in Maine. At the time, it was all in office. So then in 2020, COVID hit. Um, my husband went to Fort Benning for nine months. He was part of a special training operation at Fort Benning. And then he was deployed overseas for a few months after leaving Fort Benning. But so he was gone from October of 2020. And we moved here to Fort Bragg where he got stationed after he came back in June of 2021. And at the time when COVID hit, we were work from home. So when I reached out, I was, I spoke with supervisors and asked if it was a possibility um, for me to permanently be a permanent work from home as a special case. And at the time we discussed it and, um, because I was being stationed in a similarly East Coast location that there wasn't going to be a whole lot of change, like there wasn't going to be a time change. So at the time, it was acceptable. And then Paychex rolled out work from home for more people. They allowed, um, I think it was like half of their the staff to be allowed to be work from home if you decided. So I stayed work from home and it's been great. Um when I when we did move, it was difficult for me because I was I was pregnant at the time with my son. So I was six months pregnant and we were moving 900 miles away. <laughs> so it was definitely a difficult time. And Paychex was really great with the transition. Basically, it was almost like a two day drive because we had moving trucks and everything. So it was definitely a difficult transition, but Paychex was really great with making sure that I was able to do that and not worry about my job when I got down here. Really glad to hear that you had that experience and that's awesome. So I want to just open it up and see, is there anything that I haven't maybe asked about or, or that it's important that you wanted to kind of touch on as part of you know our Military Spouse Appreciation Month and campaign? I think being a military spouse comes with a lot of responsibilities and a lot of people don't 
realize the spouse actually um, sacrifices a lot as well. Our our spouses, our active duty military members sacrifice a lot, but the spouses do as well. Um, and a lot of times people don't see that or hear it, which is why I wanted to really take the opportunity um, to do this. And working for paychecks, I also wanted people to know um, that being a military spouse, and even though you move around the country, around the world, having a career is still possible um, because working for paychecks has made that possibility for me. Um, I have moved positions since I've been with paychecks, so it's not something that you're going to be stuck in the same position all the time either. So that's also really nice to have a company that recognizes people that are hardworking, not just the fact that you live somewhere. For sure. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Casey, I want to thank you for coming on the show, first of all. Um, But more than that, thank you for everything you do as a support system for one of our U.S. servicemen and all that you do for paychecks and our customers, of course. And I want to wish you and all the other military spouses listening um, a wonderful Military Spouse Appreciation Month. I learned a lot in our conversation. I just want to, like I said, thank you and um, wish you all the best. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. All right. Well, take care. We'll talk to everybody next time. This podcast is property of Paychecks Incorporated 2023. All rights reserved.